Welcome to the Yorktown Century Podcast. I'm Josh Bodenstein. And I'm Charlie Shermer. In today's episode, we'll be focusing on Yorktown staff's best holiday stories. We begin the podcast with Mr. Shepard's interesting turkey experience. Thanksgiving biggest disaster. Uh, my mom accidentally caught the turkey on fire, and we had to put the turkey out with the fire extinguisher in the oven, ruining all of the food, all the side dishes that were on top of the oven on the counter. Uh, and that was the year uh, that we had Domino's for Thanksgiving. Next up, we have English teacher Dr. McGuire's interesting experience with her turkey as well. Several years ago, we decided we were going to follow the trend and deep fry our turkey on Thanksgiving. And that particular Thanksgiving, it was very windy outside. So the flame at the bottom of, you know, this huge pot, this huge vat of oil, never really got as hot as it needed to be because of all the wind. And so our deep fried turkey that was supposed to take, I don't know, maybe an hour, ended up taking seven hours. And the entire family, by the time the turkey was finally done, we just were so over it. We did not care anymore about turkey or Thanksgiving. We just wanted to go home. And that's kind of what we did. We ate really quickly and then everybody left because we were all just done with each other and the disappointment. Did the turkey at least taste good? It didn't, no. It didn't. No, it, because it had been in that oil for so long, it was pretty gross. It kind of just soaked up all the oil? Yeah, it was, it, was pretty, it was pretty disastrous. We never deep fried a turkey again after that. That was, that was the end of that. And in fact, now we go to a restaurant for Thanksgiving so that nobody can ruin Thanksgiving dinner by trying to deep fry a turkey. Next up, Mr. Olson recounts one of his favorite family game night stories. Generally, I have very conflicting views with some of my family members, and generally during Thanksgiving and either Christmas or holidays that you spend a lot of close interaction with family. We also are a very competitive family, Mm -hmm. and we like to play all sorts of games. Last Christmas when I was home, we played Spoons, which is a card game about speed and strategy, and my sister-in-law was pregnant at the time, was also playing with us, and my youngest brother was upset at something that happened, and he dived across the table and tackled her uh, while she was pregnant to get the spoon out of her hand, and it ended in some blood and some tears, and she was rather upset. But thankfully, at this this Christmas, everyone's made, made amends, and hopefully we don't have any wounds this mm-hmm. Christmas, but we like to be competitive, yeah. so that can often lead to some bloody and mm-hmm. emotional damage. I'm sure. This next story is about Mr. Stahl's chaotic holiday commute. I would say my biggest holiday disaster was back when I was a kid. Um, I am from a family of four, and I'm from New York. And so we decided to go drive to upstate New York to go visit my aunt and uncle and grandma for the holidays. And there was a snowstorm coming, and my father insisted that we could all pile in the minivan and power through. And so we all got in the minivan and left. And um, I think my dad grossly underestimated the snowstorm. And I was the oldest, so the oldest of four. I probably was about 12 at the time. And so we went driving to upstate New York. We got on the Taconic Parkway, which is kind of a highway, but, you know, kind of not a lot of stuff going on on it. And um, <laughs> we were in the minivan, the white minivan with the little wood paneling around the side. It was like probably the 90s, early 90s, and we're driving to upstate, and we, we basically got stuck. My dad had to pull over at one point because the snow was getting so, so bad. And so he pulled over, 
and my mom starts freaking out and my mother tends to be a little on the dramatic side which is probably where i get it from and so my father decides that he's going to get out of the car and try to walk to a gas station and left us in the car because he went to go get somebody and then my mother was hysterically crying because she thought we were all going to freeze to death and you know when you're a child and you're sitting on the side of a highway with the snow going down your mom is crying that we're all going to die it was yeah so something i remember and we shockingly made it the rest of the way but again we were driving like two miles an hour you know worried that like nobody else was on the on the highway and uh yeah i will absolutely always remember my Christmas, my Christmas that we ended up in Albany, New York, but it was uh, a trek to get up there. Following up on holiday traffic stories, Mr. Shepard tells a second tale. My grandparents used to live out in California, uh, and we would go visit them usually over the holidays because growing up in Jersey, it's colder than here in D.C. and you can't hang in California. There was a small airport near where they lived, so you couldn't fly direct, so we'd have to connect, and we'd have a couple shots. And this year, apparently... Uh, the only place we could connect through was Denver, and Denver in the winter is not advisable. I believe we ended up sleeping on the ground in the airport in Denver. I think we were there for 32 hours when it was all said and done. And I was a kid. God bless my parents and however they made it through. My sister and I, we were there. and We weren't really any of the wiser. We were just bored, and this was when we were kids, so we didn't have tablets and iPads and all the stuff. It was just trying to keep us occupied, but... It's a lot of travel. We lost uh, basically two days of a break. Uh, I think we ended up getting there on Christmas Day, uh, which is all, all in all not ideal. But uh, yeah, 32, it was on 32 or 36 hours in the Denver airport um, was something that my parents will still talk about to this day whenever anyone is planning to fly. Finishing up the podcast, here's a high note from Ms. Stewart. I have had some very disrupted holidays. And not really for good reason and through no fault of my own. So when I was seven years old, turning eight, uh, my family and I were evacuated out of Beirut, Lebanon because of the Civil War. And we had to go to Greece. So we went to Greece and we waited for my dad to get out. And then we moved to Bahrain. And in moving to Bahrain, we moved at about Christmas time. And so we moved into a hotel. We knew we'd be there for over Christmas vacation. And so my family and I, especially my parents, wanted to make sure we had, you know, a a normal Christmas, as normal as you can after being evacuated out of a war-torn country and as normal as you can in a hotel. So my parents found something that looked like a Christmas tree and um, because there was no time to order anything and in those days you would thumb through the sears and the and the jc catalogs and pick out your gifts but there was just no time to do that so the community gathered around my family and because you had to order from the united states which could take maybe one or two months to get anything from the united states they actually gave up their own children's christmas gifts and wrapped them and made sure my brother and i had a good christmas that year in a hotel (laughs) do you remember what you got that year i do i got something that honestly i think somebody else's grandmother knitted (laughs) i'm not sure if it was because it was in a box i still have it today it's so funny that you should ask me that josh because i haven't i have it it's in a box and i haven't thought about it in years 
but it was this pink octopus that literally somebody's grandmother knitted. Its head is made out of a styrofoam ball. And I remember because I would always like move the, the yarn around and see like what was the head made out of. But I continue to keep that since the Christmas, I guess, of 19... It must have been the Christmas of 1975. And I still have it today in 2023. Well, I think since this is a podcast, I think really the lessons that you learn about the holidays is really about making sure that you are giving more than you receive, no matter what religion you are. Because we we tend to think of this as a holiday season now. We have winter break. We don't think about it just as, as Christmas, but a time of giving. And I think if there's something that you have that someone else needs or that you can afford to make sure someone else has, that's always the lesson I take away during the holidays. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to check out future episodes of our podcast at yorktowncentury.com.